Hi, everybody. Welcome. This is uh, our podcast, the Sports Ed Podcast. I'm Ian. I'm Daniel. I'm Drew. How are you guys? You guys doing good? Uh, I'd be doing a lot better uh, if my picks did not so badly. I'm doing really well. I did awesome, comparatively speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> comparatively being the operative word there. I did bad. You, Ian. Oh. I did bad. I feel bad. But I have beer, so that's making me feel less bad. All right, so how many did you get, Ian? Four. Ouch. Uh, what for? Uh, I got a... Uh, <laughs> there it is. Here's my fucking throat. <clears throat> I got San Francisco right, Denver right, uh, Kansas City, and New Orleans. That's it. Ouch. Well, I didn't do much better. I only got six. Uh, I got the wow, that's it. Yeah, I got wow. the Saints. I got the Packers. I got the Chiefs, the Rams, the Broncos, and the Niners. I got fourteen. I got the Saints. I got the Niners, and whoever the hell else won this week. So yeah, whoever no, won this week, I picked them. No, you you got seven. Daniel got seven. So Daniel wins the week, but Daniel is still in last place. No, second place. Wait, I was yeah. Second to last. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't remember. So I would have to gain. I hope I gained ground on someone this week. I mean, oh, I finished you, first. You, you are one point ahead of Ian, but still four points behind me, and oh, still you... six points between fan, or behind fan listener Jason, with a whopping forty-two. Wow, Shout out to Jason. Yeah, he's killing us. So Josh Freeman, what's up with that? <laughs> You gotta love the segues here at the Sports Hid. That was random. Like, were we just talking about picks? And yeah. Alright, so I mean I guess we want to talk about Josh Freeman. So what is there to talk about? Josh Freeman's a Viking now. Uh does this matter? Like at all? Yes, it matters because now the Vikings have a somewhat functional quarterback. Are I mean, are you kidding me? Oh god. Oh God. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, like I know, I know. If we like go back on the podcast, you can hear me saying that I believe in Josh Freeman because for a very long time I did, for far too long I did. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, oh my God, I'm I'm looking at his stats right now and it's bad. He, okay, week one, 210 yards. Week two, 125 yards. Week three, 236 yards. In that span, two touchdowns, three interceptions. And a fumble. Who are the Bucks wide receivers? Vincent Jackson and Mike Williams. Yeah. I'm probably um, know that. I think I think <laughs> I think Aaron Simpson and Aaron Simpson plays for Minnesota, right? Yeah. And Greg Jennings are way better than those two. So he's already got a leg up. Uh, I don't know. I but, think I think Tampa Bay has better weapons, but I think the coaching staff and Minnesota is uh it's more suited to help Josh. I think uh Greg Schiano and company were like, uh, we inherited this guy, he's not really the type of person who fits our system. I mean they drafted a quarterback in the third round this year. So that should let kinda let everyone know that they weren't totally behind Joshua. No, this is short term solution. Which is why I think it doesn't really matter. He might start this year, but I don't he pro if if he starts next year I'd be surprised. Okay, what if he comes in, they go 8-8, eight and eight, you know, 
I mean, then do you once again with the old defense and Adrian Peterson getting long in the tooth decide to say, hey, let's draft a quarterback at number 19 and develop him for two, three years and hope he turns into something decent. I think I think they have to make this Josh Freeman slash whatever next veteran quarterback they bring in work because their window is shrinking by the day. They don't have time to bring in and develop another quarterback. I mean, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner should come out of retirement. <laughs> Kurt Warner coming out of retirement would still be way better than Josh Freeman right now. I hate to say you're, you're so mean. Like you just hate <laughs> certain players. Josh Freeman is. I don't ace. hate Josh Freeman though. I like, like I said, I've been trying to believe in this guy all five years. He's been in the league and he's just not helping me out. I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying, Daniel. Write it down. Like- Write it down. Get your pens out, podcaster listeners. Vikings are going to playoffs. Wow. Vikings? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on a limb. Just no. because Drew dislikes Josh Freeman, and <laughs> I dislike the fact that Drew dislikes Josh Freeman, <laughs> I'm making a pick that the Vikings are going to playoffs. Okay, speaking of, of, of picks and competitions, guess who lost a bet? Ian. Ooh. Ian lost a bet. How many how many did picks I? how many picks did uh Ryan Fitzpatrick throw? Drew Drew lost a bet. Did Drew lose a bet? What was the bet? The, the bet? bet was that he threw under. Yeah, we took the under on two and a half, you took the over. First of all, okay, okay, I lost a bet, America. I did. <laughs> I did. But don't sit here and and rub it in my face that I told you guys that this guy was horrible. And they're like, oh no, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's pretty good. He's gonna do No, he's a terrible quarterback, and I exaggerated as many uh, the amount of picks he would get last week. So yes, I did lose a bet, but I was right that Ryan Fitzpatrick sucks. He's not a terrible quarterback. They were oh. playing the Chiefs. The Chiefs has an, have an outstanding yeah. defense. They do. I think they're like tied for third in scoring defense too, which means a lot of picks, a lot of fumbles, and that did not happen. They're Only number two. one in fantasy. Which defense. I should remind you that we picked the under on two and a half picks, mm-hmm. and he only two. So, yeah. what was okay. the what were the terms? Did we come to any terms on that? Uh, I don't remember what Daniel had to do, but we had to Troy Aikman with the with the Lombardi. I don't remember oh. what what his was. I'm sure we can look it up. It was Daniel, uh, what's, what's something was, uh, you hate? Oh, I hate Scott Hall and the NWO. I hate those guys. <laughs> Oh, you have to change your profile picture on Facebook to Skip Bayless. Oh, oh. no. That was, I was not pleased with that. I, can't, no. I don't remember what you were going to change it to, but I do remember that you said for two weeks, not one week. Well, go back to the tape. Pull you went, it up. You went double or nothing on it. We can go double. How? Why don't we get double nothing right now? Well, not double or nothing, but is... like you went, like you believed hard because you, mm-hmm. like we didn't even press you for two weeks. You were like, just two weeks, I'll do it. I get on rants and I just go sometimes. Oh, we uh, know. Listeners know. <laughs> Listen, I want a chance to win my quote unquote money back. No. Okay. Wow. Well, I'll, I'll agree to it. Thank but you. But if Thank you lose, you have to change your profile picture to Skip Bayless. I don't. Is Skip really worth it? Come on. Like he 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 made a bet. He made a hard bet and he lost it. Yeah, fine. I think totally fine. worth it. Fine, Everybody fine. hates Skip Bayless. Everyone does. Like, I wouldn't log into Facebook for two weeks. Like, oh, i got to log into this guy. <laughs> <laughs> have to have somebody log in for you to change it back so you never have to see it. 
Oh, Lord. Okay, look. Find out what the bet was, and I'll do it. All right. So we'll get back to that. Um, Julio Jones. Speaking oh, no. of Moment awesome of transitions. Moment of silence for, for Julio. I don't want to. No, I'm not doing it. Not a moment <laughs> we, of silence. Had, we had a split second, a moment of silence. I'll take that. <laughs> split second of silence. <laughs> Out for the year. Uh, I had Julio Jones on my fantasy team. It's. Is this the only reason you want to talk about him? Is yeah. <laughs> I need to get this out. There's no way to release this. People in my league are laughing and jumping for joy because I'm murdering each week, and uh, there's no one who cares but me. So and Julio. And so guess who number. else doesn't care? The two other people who are recording this podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> Falcons okay. though, huh? One and four. We can smooth transition. Bam. Yeah, that's right. I think didn't if if we go back and listen to the first app, don't I have a pick for the uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, I I don't have him picked for the Super Bowl, but I did have him picked for the playoffs, and that's yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, they're struggling. <laughs> that that there's is there any way for them to salvage this season like at all? No way uh... because Vikings are making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you're saying that. The Vikings are going to get the wild card? It's not about the Vikings. It's about the Falcons. Go ahead, Ian. Talk about the Falcons. Can they get the Falcons? Well, no, if you're, if you're saying the Why Vikings, are you dodging? Yeah, you're, if you're saying that the, the Falcons aren't going to make it because of the Vikings, then it has to be because the Vikings are getting the wild card. So who's okay, winning the NFC North then? Okay, let me look. Okay, the, uh, the Lions. Thank you. One then, team from the NFC East. God, they can fight that out because, God, no, that's going to be <laughs> some 6-10, and 7-9 squad. <laughs> Backdoor again. Uh, the Saints. And then the Niners and the Seahawks. There's only one spot left. And you, you, think, the, you think that the, the Vikings are going to make it over either the Niners or the Seahawks? No, no, no. The, the Niner, I'm, I'm penciling in the Niners, the Seahawks, the Saints, oh, okay. the Lions, and the NFC least division winner. Which is not even uh, so, worth speculating over. No, and by the way, everyone who lost their shit about the Redskins 0-3, they're 1-3 now, Cowboys are 2-3, and and they play this Sunday night. Just let everyone know that. Everybody that lost their shit, I'll have you know, they finally won a game. But the thing is, they're half a game out of the playoffs. (laughs) Bless you. There is a good silence there, so I'll cut that. You don't have to. Leave that shit in there. That's real. People want to hear that. People want to hear... Uh, all right. Are we, anyway, are we anyway back to the Vikings. The Vikings are going to eke out the Bears and the Packers. They're going to go on a run, and they're going 10-6, and they're going to play off Josh Freeman for MVP. No, I mean, I hate the Bears, but there's no way. Like, either the Packers – okay, if – and I'm going out on a huge limb here. If the Lions win the division, there's no way that the Vikings are going to beat out the Bears and the Packers for a wild card. There's just – there's no way. Have the Packers and the Vikings played yet? No, they haven't. So they play, I think, in two weeks. Two games, possibly. Two games, maybe. The Vikings can get off the Packers right there. No. You go from one and four to three and four, two losses. I don't know. No. I don't know. I believe in Josh Freeman. All of a sudden, that that is your prerogative. <laughs> if you would like to make a bet, I will probably take you up on it. But 
Otherwise, I say we move on. Okay. Yes. All right. So, uh, next up, you guys wanted to talk about Tony Romo. I didn't. I didn't. I want to talk about I'm, Tony Romo. I'm, Who I'm, wants I'm, to talk about Tony Romo? <laughs> Ian, I'm sorry to imply that you wanted to talk about Tony Romo. Thank uh, you. I, just form, formal apology for me. Uh, Daniel wanted to talk about Tony Romo. Uh, <laughs> I really didn't, but I will. Um <laughs> You brought it up at the pre-show. Come on. Listen, listen. Hey. People don't even know what goes on behind the scene, behind the uh, the curtain of Oz. All right? Easy. Easy, Tiger. Um, Tony Romo. It's real. They want to hear the sneeze, but they don't want to hear about the pre-show. <laughs> Dear Cowboy fans out there, you know, let's just let's just mourn together, man. Let's just mourn together. It's. Did Tony Romo die? What? No, it just <laughs> – he continues to kill himself. That's the problem. Like over and okay. over, okay. week after week, he kills our hope. That's what he All right, does. Hold he on, hold on. I didn't. In the I didn't. Face with a football. What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Stabs it with a foot. Okay. I I didn't see this game, but I'm looking at his stats. Twenty five for thirty six, five hundred and six yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Why? I'm sorry. Do you, do you not know what happened? I mean, like I, I'm no, pretty I sure. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Wow. Uh, That's why I'm asking, because somebody who didn't see this game and just looks at the final score and looks at the stat line, it looks like Dallas had a great game, and it doesn't look like Tony Romo would be at fault at all looking at the stat line. Are you kidding me? Let well, me, let me all, start. Can I start your rant, Daniel? Let me start <laughs> thank your rant. Thank you. Thank you. Guess who had game on the line and broke everyone's heart? Go ahead, Daniel. Two things. That interception you looked at. Just just think about possibly where in the game did that interception come? Fourth quarter. Like, if you could if you had to guess Romo, where do you think that interception happened? Fourth quarter, yeah. minute and a half left. Not too far off, buddy. Yeah. You know? And uh first of all, stats. I hate stats. I hate hey, stats. Hey, hey, them's fighting words. First of all, stats <laughs> stats for people who need a quick synopsis. Bam, for what happened during a game and didn't have time to watch it. Okay, that's what stats are. Like, oh man, he was twenty-two for thirty and he had three hundred fifteen yards. But you know what? You didn't. The guy didn't realize that he was twenty for twenty-two at one point. Game was on the line and he went two for his last eight passes. So you know, stats can lie. Numbers do lie. Ask any good accountant and IRS. But back to Romo. Look, he played out of his freaking mind. There was one play where he he made four guys miss in the pocket. He turned his back on the downfield receivers, broke people, turned back around, looked downfield, and like hit. I think it was Dez or I think it was Whitney. I don't know who it was for like a twenty yard strike. It was just like wow. He just like Michael Vick everyone in the pocket, and you know, Mike. Well, Michael Vick. When he gets in the open field, he just like, you know, these guys are just like getting their ACLs torn and leaning the wrong way and just like have like jitterbug feet. They don't really plant. And it's the same way Romo in the pocket. He'll just like fake the D lineman out and he won't, he won't be, he won't, wouldn't have gone more than three yards and four people like on the ground shook out of their shoes. So I call it like Michael Vicking out of the po- in the pocket. But anyway, he made miracle throws, miracle plays. And the defense was horrible, but we knew the defense wasn't stopping the Broncos. And, you know, game on the line, second and 16, so I check him down. 
to a wide open DeMarco. He's like, ah, I'm going to force this pass in. And you can see as he threw it, he just kind of wanted to take it back. And it was a pick. And there you go. Cowboy fans cried softly into their arms. And I don't know. I'm just used to it by now. Well, he threw a couple of long bombs in this game. 82-yard pass to uh, Williams and a 79-yard pass to Dez. Oh, yeah. There were big plays all over the field. I mean, Cowboys had so many big plays. They were like, I think besides the 72, they had like a 40-yarder. I mean, Romo, I think he was, he was brilliant. He was brilliant. He outplayed Peyton Manning for 58 minutes. and then There's something I, I didn't think I'd hear all year. Somebody yeah. outplayed Peyton Manning. Bro, Anybody, let alone Tony Romo. It was amazing. I mean, if you watched what happened in this game, they were play- I'm going to go back and watch this. I have to. He kept, I feel like. He kept drives alive. He kept plays alive. Just like the Broncos would beat the offensive linemen on the Cowboys, get pressure in them, and he's like, bye, one second, two seconds. All right, one more. And then, oh, off my back foot, 30 yards on the field. It's like, holy shit, this guy is playing out of his fucking mind right now. But, you know. Okay, let me ask pop- you a question. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Is it Tony Romo's best performance that ended in a loss? Yeah, I'd say so. And he's had well, how great... about best best performance period? Ooh, no, definitely not. Because the lo- the pick sours it, you know. One the pick, pick really? sours it. Yeah, because it just when it happened, it was forty eight, forty eight, second to sixteen, you know, and it's like. You forced the ball down the field when you didn't have to. And it was just like that Romo play you expect, you know, and guys like that cliche about Romo. And I know it's not all on him when a guy throws 500 yards and five touchdowns. You hope the defense could do something, but we knew the defense wasn't stopping everybody. I said last week the cover two was going to get eaten up, and they did. They got eaten up. But, but not nah, definitely not Romo's best performance. I can't believe yeah. 99 points got scored in this game. Denver's D killed me in this game. <laughs> Negative two points. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Ouchie. Yeah, it was it was a sad day in my household. Okay, let's jump from hold on, from one, one Texas hold on. team. One la- one one last thing. I'll I'll give you an idea oh. of how my fantasy week went. I was oh. I was hoping and praying. I put all my hopes on Bilal Powell. <laughs> That's right on <laughs> Bilal Powell. On the Monday night game, I I had it all on the line and I lost. Obviously, you, you, you laughed like a clown horn. Like, <laughs> like, like what was that? Bilal Powell is pretty funny. Bilal Powell, oh. the fantasy savior, is a is a hilarious concept. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's jump from one Dallas Texas team to the other Texas team, which is in Houston. God damn it, that was hard. That was, I, I was supposed to be an easy segue, and I somehow fucked it up. That should have been an easy segue. It was right there waiting for you, and you fumbled. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Somebody take it away, boys. <laughs> Daniel, you want to save him? Oh, uh, yeah, Matt Schaub. Hey, I want to thank all Houston, Texas fans for at least keeping it classy and keeping sports in context. There's nothing like saying we understand the sports world and where it places in our life than driving up to Matt Schaub's house and cursing him out at his front door. Thank you, Houston, for. I feel like Texas is the is like one of the few places where they would take a football game that seriously to do that. 
Yeah, it is. I I've lived in Texas and Friday night lights is not just a TV show or a movie. It's a way of life. It's, as as somebody who currently lives in Texas and is not from Texas, I can I, I'm not scared to say it. Texas is the asshole of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes the syndication gig in Texas. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no one's gonna pick up a bunch of Yanks anyway. <laughs> Moving on. I don't want to talk. I'm getting mad. I'm sitting in my hotel room in Texas right now, and I'm, I want to uh, do something bad to the state, but I can't say anything because I get in trouble. <laughs> I, th- I just wonder, like, wh- at what point in your life do you sit there and go, "I'm I'm gonna go to this motherfucker's house and I'm gonna knock on his, and I'm gonna tell him how I feel about this football game." That I'm going to teach him I, a lesson, and he's going to be a better football player because of it. <laughs> it's a pet <laughs> talk, fucker. Like, come on, man. Like, put, like, get it in gear. Did somebody give him a picture of them burning his jersey? Yeah, I heard about that. That's fucking it, insane, dude. His, uh, his Twitter account is no longer, uh, yeah, active. He, yeah, he shut that down. Smart move. Yeah. Matt Schaub. So for, for, if I was, yeah. if I was Matt Schaub, and this is saying something come for me, I would actually would have preferred to be traded to the Vikings. Instead of them picking up Josh Freeman, yeah, that's just I mean, like get out of town because it doesn't matter if he takes him to the Super Bowl and leads him on the game winning drive this year. People are still gonna like, re- they're still gonna hate Shop. Like they'll they'll try and take it back, but the second he struggles again, they're gonna be right on his dick. He's like, there's he's just got to get out of there. Like, he's Eli- forever scarred. He's forever scarred by this. Like he'll never feel at home in Houston again. You watch. He's he's this isn't gonna be a good year for him. He's not gonna be able to bounce back because he knows like. It just seems like everybody in that fucking town hates him and for just for doing what he knows how to do. You know what I mean? It's just it, it's incredible how, like, close-minded and idiotic some people can be. Like, he's a human. He's a person. Just because he goes out in front of, you know, millions of people every day, every Sunday to play a football game, doesn't mean that he doesn't have fucking feelings and you can walk up to his door and threaten his family and shit. Like, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. So we're agreed we're all rooting against the Texans for the rest of the year just because they're douchey fans. I'm rooting I'm rooting against the Texans fans, but I'm rooting for Matt Schaub, but also Andre Johnson because he's on my fantasy team. <laughs> How's so that? Now work? we've all mentioned fantasy. We've all mentioned fantasy. Now we can stop fucking talking about it. How about that? <laughs> Somebody's feisty. I don't want to talk about fantasy. Nobody wants to hear about that shit. All right. So I then, feel like there is. I feel like there is a, a, a audience for people who want to hear fantasy. No, they enjoy. They enjoy. They enjoy me complaining each week. I don't bring up the good shit. Only bitch. They enjoy that. Daniel, no. They want to hear. They want to hear our, our analysis of the games, and they want to hear us fucking sneezing in closets. All right, <laughs> that's what they want to hear. Just to let us near our assholes. All right. You mean my studio? This is not a closet. It's a studio. <laughs> You're you're pulling down the curtain again. Whatever you want to call. It. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's move on here. Um, Seattle, Indianapolis. Yes. What the hell? <laughs> yes. I would like Go to say Seattle is the. I mean, excuse me. Indianapolis is the worst. The worst. What are they? Five and one, four and one team. They they are they are absolutely horrible. They can't block. They can't run the ball. They 
They can't pass the ball. They can't run the ball. They can't try to run the ball. They are horrible. And somehow each week they win. They've been doing it since last year. The Colts last year were led up 11 and 5. You're like, well, how is this possible? Luck. It's like, yeah, it's it is luck. luck. Tons of luck. It's your luck. Your luck. <laughs> that joke has never been made before. Holy fuck. But, um, <laughs> seriously, if you guys watch the Colts, like they, that game against Seattle, they should have been down like 21 to zip. But they weren't. Two, exactly. Two plays kept them in. A 73-yard bomb to T.Y., who I had on my bench for fancy. And I started him. Oh, it was glorious. And hi, ah. Reggie. Um, <laughs> and, and a blocked field goal that they picked up for a touchdown when it was like 19-7. They're getting ready to kick a field goal, 22-7. They block it, run it back, and hey, it turns to 19 you got to give them credit for that return. There was a lot of good blocking on that return. I, I get it, but it's like when 73-yard bombs and blocked field goals for touchdowns keep you engaged, you're just like, man, come on. How much horseshoes up that ass? Like, No, come on. But, if you if you were an Indy fan, like if you grew up in Indianapolis and you watched that game, you would say that they played with a lot of heart. But because you apparently don't like Indianapolis, it's all just shitty luck that they don't deserve. Wow, I never said I did not like Indianapolis. I just well, thought you I... You certainly I, sound well, like you hate Indianapolis, dude. I don't hate them. I'm just saying they're a bad 4-1 team. I mean, they're, they're, uh, okay. Do you think they're going twelve and four? No, exactly. That's but that doesn't. Okay, but that doesn't mean like there's tons of teams that are are great at the beginning of the season and then just fall apart. And that doesn't mean they were bad all year. They were just bad at the end of the year. So I think Indianapolis is playing well right now, but I don't think it's going to keep up. Okay, so you think they're like the Titans? They're like the Jets? They're like I think they're uh, I think they're a tier above. Hey. I think they're a tier above the uh, the Jets and the Titans, but but the way that I talked about, I mean, I mean, people go, "Oh my gosh, Andrew Luck is fifteen and six as a starting quarterback in a fair." Like, come on, like, stop it. Who it's told not... you that was that Cartman? It's yeah, Ron Jaworski. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was John. Okay, the NFL Network, but you, ESPN. You know who who actually would have had a worse week? Than, well, actually, who technically did have a worse week passing? Then Andrew Luck was Russell Wilson. The only thing that saved him was the 100 yards rushing, but you don't talk about him getting lucky. He's the only quarterback in the league keeping the read option alive right now. I mean, I don't think it needs to be kept alive, but I would agree. First of all, okay, Seattle is a good team. They're a way, they are a legit uh, Super Bowl contender. I... You would not call the Colts a legit Super Bowl contender. I mean, the way they're playing right now, they kind of are. I just, like I said, I don't think they're going to keep it up. If they if they played like this all year, I think they would end up 12-4, and four, but I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I would agree and say so that, legit, yes. So legit Super Bowl contenders are forged in the first four weeks of the season? That's, five weeks. that's not what I said. I yeah. said Indianapolis is playing well now. So they're not Super Bowl contenders because later they will fall apart. Correct. That's, you're putting words... In everyone's mouth right now. That's what, yeah. I, that's, you're, okay. Yeah, you're you're trying to make me make your point, and it's not. It's not happening. <laughs> it's not. Okay, I'm not good for drawing. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. but like you, I was like, you, like I was saying before, Daniel tried to stuff his words in my mouth. Um, hmm, amongst other things, <laughs> <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> Seattle is a good team, and I think the weakest part of Seattle as a team is Russell Wilson. 
Agree? Disagree? Disagree. Disagree. Really? Yeah. Dead. Kicker. I think. <laughs> I think if <laughs> if anybody if anybody could like stop him, like if they take away the read option at all from him, they take away his rushing, like even a little bit, he becomes instantly a like bottom ten quarterback. Well, it's not really the read option that's working for them. It's more of like scrambles. Yeah, he like drops back. He's really good at this. Like this is what he does. So drop back, and it's like, oh man, Golden Tate can't get open again. Sidney Rice still not open again. Why is Zach Miller on my team still? And he's like, <laughs> I'm just gonna take off right now. And he just runs like, and he's like so try to buy time. And then no one, their slow ass receivers still aren't open. And he's like, all right, I'll throw out of bounds now. And then okay, next play, no one's still open. I'm gonna take off. Like that's how Russell Wilson is playing. I think he's like. His weapons are really, really bad right now. Like horrible. Like week okay. to week, besides Marshawn Lynch, no one's bringing it. So you watched this game, right? Uh, about a quarter and a half to okay, two and so a half. Quarters. I just I have a question about Wilson's accuracy because I didn't get to watch this game. But Golden Tate was targeted eleven times, only had five receptions. Doug Baldwin targeted nine times, only had five receptions. Is that them dropping? Because what I'm looking at doesn't have drops, or is that? Um, Wilson just getting the ball nowhere near him. Well, like I said, some of those times, like he, he's throwing it in that that spot where only the receiver can catch it, because th- these guys don't get separation. There's a reason they gave up a first round pick for Percy. I'm gonna miss ten games a season, Harvin. I mean, they they don't have playmakers on the edge. They gave Sidney Rice all that money. He can't do it. So. Russell's, I mean, like I said, besides Marshawn, there's not a playmaker on that offense. He is their playmaker. Like, he scrambles, keeps the play alive, and finally someone breaks loose. Like, we've watched that game. Rarely was he dropping back and just killing them. Well, in the first half he was. Like, I take that back. First half he was just like, bam, on target, on target, on target. And second half, like, that whole Seattle team, I guess, Indy adjusted in the second half, and they look really bad. He's short-arming balls, throwing balls away, but... Like I said, I I really feel he's playing the best out of all those guys who we thought were really going to be great this season who haven't so far. Uh, haven't been so far. I just I just want to point something out about Percy Harvin. The most games he's missed in a season is eight, including playoffs. Because that'd be ten. Um, See, I'm still trying to work that, so I'm right somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they had I think one playoff appearance in the last. Four years. Yeah, well, he missed every game this season. So. He, he had one with uh, Minnesota, oh. I think. But okay, how many times has Percy Harvin played twelve games in a season? Twice he has played in uh, twenty ten and twenty eleven. He played thirteen and fourteen games. And how many? Uh, I'm sorry. Started. Really... Actually, yeah, I'm I'm looking at this wrong. Games played: two thousand nine, fifteen, two thousand ten, fourteen, two thousand eleven, sixteen, two thousand twelve, nine. I was looking at games started. Yeah, give me started because he's always well. I guess no, the first year was not, started. No, the first yeah, you can't go game started because he doesn't like. A lot of times he's a slot receiver, so that's not technically the starter. That's the third receiver. Who was that? Who was who was starting over him in those last few Viking it, years? It's not technically that they were. I mean, they were technically starting over him, like I said, but it was only because they were putting him in the slot. He was still like the number one or number two target. All right. Well, 
He's always down. He's always hurt. Percy Harvin's always hurt. Even if he's playing, he's hurt. Okay, he's got like a doubtful, probable, questionable every week. Okay, so. if you take away if you take away last year, he missed uh, two, three. Don't five. take away last year. <laughs> if you take away their last five games, I hate when people say that. If you take away their last five wins on the road, they're zero and three. Like, oh, well, he's okay. missed. Okay, he's missed. Fine, don't take away last year. He's missed ten games in the last four years, not counting this year, because. This year hasn't been played oh, out yet. Oh, so don't, don't count this year. This okay. year hasn't been played out yet. <laughs> but, I mean, all right. I'll, ne- I'll, I'll never forget the interview he did when he was drafted by the Vikings because he's up at the podium or whatever getting interviewed. And he's like, yeah, I'm so excited to be playing in Minnesota with uh, you play with Adrian Peterson and uh, – uh, <laughs> <laughs> The quarterback. <laughs> and then I, I just walked away. I was did, like, he, oh, God. did he seriously say the quarterback? That's what he said. It was Savaris Jackson at the time. He's oh, like, okay. so excited with Adrian Peterson and the uh, the quarterback <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the called coaches. And <laughs> like, oh, fuck out of here, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Googling that as soon as I get off the podcast today. <laughs> okay, uh, do you want to make a Percy Harvin bet, Daniel? I'm I've, I'm already ass deep in bets right now. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. I was. We can either do when we think he's going to start or how many games we think he's going to play this year. Five, five over under. And you're going to take the under on that. I'm and again, push. you can't you can't go. You want push? <laughs> I was gonna say you can't you can't do like five, you, like you have to do like four and a half that way like if there's a five there's no push that way somebody okay, wins the bet half. six and a half five and a half five and a half uh, I was gonna uh, yeah I'll take the over on five and a half but I don't know if I take the over on six and a half and if you lose you have to ooh get an Aikman Irvin and Emmett triplets uh, Av all with the rings behind them I'll find some for you don't worry got them in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in your spank folder? Uh, uh, you know, when other stuff when other stuff runs its course, you know what I mean. You gotta find new things. You get a little adventurous. Let's wow. not talk about my porn hobbits. Let's not talk about my porn hobbits. Okay. Porn hobbits. <laughs> I was I was hoping no one got that. Oh yeah. my god, oh, this is the best slip of the time. Just, just Dan- keep moving. I want to talk my porn hobbits, <laughs> Daniel. Daniel, guess yes. who guess who just got a new uh, text message alert on my phone and guess what it is? It's Percy gonna be Harvin. You. It's gonna probable say, next week. It's gonna be oh. you saying porn hobbits. That's 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 what my phone's gonna do when you Oh I'm your new ringer what, what was that ring your ringer last time? I was like LaCoy, Lashana. Yeah, when you were stumbling all over <laughs> Le'Veon and Joyke Bell's names. Okay, so what's the bet here? You are taking the over on five and a half. Yeah. Starts. And if I lose, starts or games played? Starts. Eh, come on, games played. Fine, games played. And if if Daniel loses, he has to change his picture to Skip Bayless. (laughs) You are just dying for that. I'm hell bent on this. (laughs) Either that or Mark Schlereth. Do you? Oh, oh, he's he's just horrible. Oh, he's horrible. Are are you gonna take the Skip Bayless? 
I'd rather take Skip Bayless than Mark Schlereth. At least everyone, like... Well, then, Mark, it's Mark Schlereth. Then you have to do whatever. Mark Schlereth. No, no. <laughs> it's our bet. I'll give him Skip Bayless. Oh, man. You heard him gag <laughs> earlier. That's punishment enough. I mean... Oh, Mark, right. Sh- Mark Schlereth. What is his name? And if, <laughs> and if I lose... Ah, you gotta get, I, I'll show you the picture of Aikman, Emmett, and Irvin all uh, holding up a trophy of the, the 90s Cowboys. Ugh. Right. Breathe in, breathe in, let it go. Uh, there you go. All right. Um, so I guess we get to talk about the uh, Packers-Lions game now. And I know a lot of people, there was actually a couple people on Facebook that really wanted me to, to rub this in Ian's face, but I'm not going to do that because it was not, like 22-9, to 9, It it was closer than it looked. It was... It was not the Packers' best game, so I, can't, I feel like I can't really rub it in. A lot of Mason Crosby out there. Special teams player of the week, buddy. you got to be proud of that. Really? Over Alex Henry? I thought Alex Henry was pretty. Yeah, five, I hate, five field goals. I hate, I hate everybody with the last name Crosby. I'm just going to put that up right now. <laughs> this so, is not the podcast to bring up that, okay? So just this is not the Mason podcast. Um, this game... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, it's. I mean, it's. It let's, went into the half six to three. Hold on now. Right? Before we get to the yeah, but before yeah, we get yeah. to the half, let's start with the heartbreak moment. Uh, for you, two hours, which two is, hours before yeah. the game started, he, he, my baby boy Calvin Johnson was was pulled because of a what was it knee injury? Yeah, he's got a bum knee right now. I got to listen to how depressed he sounds. I got a text from him before the game, and I I didn't know that Kelvin Johnson was out yet, saying that uh, something about like the game's going to be a lot closer now. And when he told me that Kelvin Johnson was out, like it was just a text, but I could feel the emotion in that text. Ian was a broken man in that moment. I made a hundred dollar bet with Mark, one of our biggest fans, about the winner of this game, and. After the game, like, I told him, I was like, dude, Packers probably going to win this game without Calvin Johnson. Like, I hope they don't, but they're probably going to. And he still went on Facebook and rubbed it in my face. <laughs> and then apologized to me afterwards and says, hey, man, it wasn't meant for you. But you fucking tagged me in the status. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this game, so... yeah, 6-3 going into the half. Battle of the field you know, goal kickers. It, for real, yeah. Easy game. <clears throat> Yeah, this is my kind of game, except I wish the Lions would have won. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, David Akers nailed one from like 52 or 53, 53 yards up. Yeah, he, he's, I guess he's always had like really, really good success over at Lambeau. He, he nailed that 63, uh, record tying one off the crossbar, um, a couple of years ago. The man's old, but he's got leg. Yeah, I mean, he's got nice legs. <laughs> Uh, this game. Is I said just... leg. He has one tree trunk leg, and the other is like a twig. Uh, this it was just a weird game, man. It's fucking weird. What was it weird because both defenses played so well? I mean, it wasn't even that both defenses played so well. The first half, both defenses definitely did, but I think the second half, the Lions' defense just got tired, and they just couldn't do anything. Matthew Stafford seemed completely immobilized without Calvin Johnson. Reggie Bush couldn't do shit because everybody was going to put eight in the box every play. Detroit's passing threat is not is I mean without Burleson and um, 
Calvin Johnson, they just they got nothing. Yeah, if they still had Burleson, they still would have been able to salvage something even without Calvin Johnson. Game, game would have been closer. Packers still would have won, but the game would have been closer. Packers D really stepped up and surprised me. Uh, yeah, let's <clears> talk about that for a second. Let's talk about doubling uh, Matthew Stafford's sack total with five sacks. Well, that's like, I mean, that that's like, I think it doubles, you know, what he had all year up to that point. Or well, pretty close to it. I think he had three in the first four games of the season, and then five in in one game against the Pack. The Pack's D line really stepped up. The defense really impressed me. I'm not. Oh God, it pains me those, to say that. But it harped on him so hard. Those sacks were all from linebackers. One from Mike Neal, two from Nick Perry, one from Clay Matthews, and one from Brad Jones. Isn't that generally generally how the Packers get their sacks? I mean, the, yeah, yeah. The they, 3-4. Yeah, they no. use the – I mean, they got Big Fat Raji there to just take up space on the line, occupy offensive linemen, and then, yeah, they, they crash and stunt. and it, Yeah, it's all linebacker pressure. Yeah, their linebackers are fast as fuck. Their linebackers are faster than fuck. Yeah, they're awful in coverage, though. Well, some of them are. Well, Clay Matthews is pretty he's – a, he's a really good all-around linebacker. Clay he's Matthews good. is – he's the backbone of that defense, I think. Uh, well, yeah, and he's out a month, which is going to be a problem with a broken thumb. But uh, A.J. Hawk had a pretty decent game. He's got to learn how uh, helmet straps work, though, because his helmet came off like three times in this game. But... That's because they can't find a helmet to fit his fucking head. <laughs> I, I teed it up for you, man. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. That I'm was a hanging, uh, breaking ball at yeah, 67 miles. All right, so I'll then I'm signing autographs outside of the value plays after the show. <laughs> So then I feel like the only other two things we're talking about are Reggie Bush and Eddie Lacy. Uh, yeah, uh, Eddie Lacy was better than Reggie Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, I, I didn't expect coming into this game, even with Calvin Johnson out. I thought they were going to establish either establish the run or just split Reggie Bush out every play and pretend he's Calvin Johnson. If the Lions' uh, tight ends could have gotten open a little bit at least, that could have opened it up a lot more. They both had four receptions. I mean, they both actually led the team. Four receptions, 59 and 55 for Pettigrew and Scheffler, respectively. But they didn't. They just didn't do enough. But, and it has to do a lot with the the wide receiver support as well. Because once Calvin goes down, then the tight ends are the two best receivers. Scheffler and Pettigrew are the two best receivers. And like, I, I feel dirty saying that. <laughs> Like Pettigrew can't, he, Pettigrew couldn't hit. Fuck, he can't catch shit um, from anything. He couldn't catch a cold. There, you, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> and uh, Scheffler, I don't know. I like Scheffler. Everybody hates on him. I like Scheffler. I think he's a really good tight end. He made a couple really good catches. And uh, on their on their touchdown drive, actually, this game could have ended twenty-two to eleven. Has that score ever happened in the NFL before? I mean, I don't remember. No. But I'm, yeah. It's crazy. Okay. I'm just saying, um, so I don't I... any facts to back that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of analysis you get here at the Sports Ed. No facts. <laughs> just analysis. Um, so I lied when I said there's only two things because I, I actually did want to um, – remember last Random week when out. you told me to be afraid about Chris, Chris Durham? Uh, I mean, I still sort of feel that way. He just – he doesn't – I don't know. And what are you gonna say? Well, I just he didn't look good at all. He had eight targets, three draw or three catches. I mean, and a touchdown, baby, because yeah. somebody picked him up. Uh. Uh-huh. 
I mean, congrats, I guess, for getting super lucky on one pickup. But, I mean... That's not lucky. That's good fantasy, eh? The top wide receiver goes out. There's no Burleson. You pick up the next guy because he's got to throw to somebody. And if he keeps throwing to Scheffler and Pettigrew, <laughs> see how that worked out. No offense to you. Well, a lot, a lot of the problem with that is... You didn't... Hold on. You didn't pick up Ogletree? <laughs> I'm a Cowboys fan. I've seen him not with Ogle Drew. He had a couple catches. I guess he looked all right. Two for 20 on three targets. He, he, yeah, he didn't look bad. He didn't – I don't know. It's doesn't get open. He I was going to say, with the broadcast targets. camera, with the broadcast camera, it's hard to see the receivers on their routes because they usually focus on the quarterback until he lets go of the ball. But um, when I did see him, it didn't look like he was running routes very well. Listen, if you're getting open, you're going to get more than three targets unless – you're uh, Seattle's receivers, and you have nowhere else to throw the ball to. So, I mean... Yeah, it's not like Stafford's a bad quarterback. If you're open, he'll find you, so... Eventually, you know. I guess he was bad in this game. Uh, I mean, I, from what I understand, he wasn't great, but you take away the best receiver in the game, and you take away Detroit's number two receiver, all they got is Reggie Bush, and Matthew Stafford just can't handle that shit alone. A lot of this... You know, I think the star of this game was Sam Martin, the punter. Yeah, who, yeah, uh, yeah. He had a, I mean, you know, usually talk about a punter it. having a great game, but yeah, six punts for 311 yards, 51.8 average. It's crazy, and he's a rookie. Yeah. I could talk about punters all day. <laughs> <laughs> you just love people who kick things. It's the most underappreciated position in the game. Do you know how much mental stress goes into They're the smallest guys on the field. And for, like, a moment or a couple moments each game, they're the one touching the ball. And if they fuck up, like, it, like they could lose their job any week. I mean, we're not going to argue with you. I, it is a stressful position, and it is important to have a really good punter. But I'm not – Yeah, I mean, I, are you expecting me to argue with you? Because it's not going to happen. No, no, <laughs> I'm not trying to start an argument. But, <laughs> but you're, just, you're getting really aggressive, so I wasn't sure. Another thing uh, was the play of DeAndre Levy, who's I think he's in his fifth year. He's actually I was on mute. I was on mute. I was yelling so many. (laughs) 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 Daniel's a hundred years old and he doesn't know how to work his computer. (laughs) I was yelling about shut up about putters. Like nobody, like people get pissed off when they see their putter on the field. Like fucking putter. There's a That's another reason why it's a stressful job. Like, why is he? What happened? What what went wrong? Why is he on the field? Okay. Okay. The we were thing. we were the off punters. You brought us back on. Let's wait. I, yeah. Uh, let's talk about. Yeah, like, you want to talk about punters? Let's lot. talk about fucking punters. I was yelling a lot. Okay. Second thing, Calvin Johnson is not the best receiver in the game. He's the best offensive player in football. I was gonna get really offended for a second, but then you brought it back. Yeah, I was yeah. I was about to what be like, this? "Who the hell is a better receiver than him?" But all right. Um, yeah, no. So we were talking about DeAndre Levy, eleven solo tackles, three for a loss. Still, still talking. Lions, 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 Lions. Daniel. Daniel, I'm sorry. If you keep interrupting, we're gonna be on this longer. We're trying to get through it. <laughs> I was just thinking what everyone else was thinking as they listened to the podcast. I'm sorry. Go ahead. DeAndre Levy, four tackles. <laughs> tackles, 11 solo, three for a loss, and a, a big pass deflected on third and one in yeah. which the Packers decided to uh, pass the ball when Eddie Lacy had been 
you know, stealing that drive. Literally having the game of his career. Yeah, and they so decided to – it was in the second quarter, I believe, you know, probably under four minutes left in the in the half, and yep. they decided to throw it on, like, third and half a foot. And DeAndre Lewis, it was a pass out into the flats, and he deflected it. Yeah, until until the pack pulled out to a more comfortable lead, McCarthy's play calling was kind of garbage. I mean, Lacey did end up getting the ball 23 times, 23 carries, um, but he actually had a reception, too, for negative two yards. But um, 23 carries, 99 yards, that's a 4.3 average. It's pretty good. His longest run was only 13, but, I mean, he looked really good. Rarely did the first guy take him down. He was just bouncing off dude like he had some wiggle for a big guy in this game he was he was moving the ball if he can keep it up uh our prediction of for for eddie lacy as rookie of the year looks pretty good yeah yeah it does i'm i'm certainly hoping he does keep it up all right so we done line oh, one more here? thing okay one more thing <laughs> this will be quick i just want to yeah, say that okay we got everybody's heard of god damn it daniel please <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, everybody's heard of Dominic Rayola and his whole bullshit that he said to the band. He got, I get, he called them, called them fags, and he called them fat fucks, and he called them the cunt word. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just want to say, it, like, you know, people think I'm an asshole and shit like that. I know they do. Daniel, you've told me. Everybody thinks I'm an asshole, but they say it's awesome, so I'm okay with it. Um, that guy's a fucking douchebag. Like, that's, that's fucking ridiculous. I was in band, and I've been in that position. I played trumpet for seven years. I won a lot of awards. I'm a fucking badass. <laughs> playing trumpet. But, like, see, if somebody, like, that's a big deal for the Wisconsin band, is to come in, and I think, what it, what, I think I read something that they do it once, once a season or something like that. Yeah, I think so. It's like this big event, and they raise a lot of money for their program and everything like that. Yep. And for them to come in, and it's like supposed to be this big special thing, and this fat, five foot eleven, two hundred and ninety pound <laughs> center who's in his like eighth season is like, oh fuck you, fat fox! Like, come <laughs> on, dude, get your head out of your ass. I remember when they were like really, the Lions were really low down, like they're having a lot of bad seasons. I'm not, we're not far removed from that actually. But uh, I remember there was a picture of him flipping off the fans, which, I mean, I wasn't, I was like, man, I get it. You know, he's he's a human too, you know? People are booing him constantly and he's doing his job. Like, I understood. I just don't get this at all. It seems so unprovoked. He just started talking shit to the band. Like, why would you do that? Like, they're they're not playing the game. Dude, mind your own fucking business. They didn't say shit to you, from what I understand. That's what I've heard so far. Yeah, if you're going to get mad at anybody, get mad at yourself for giving up five sacks or get mad at, you know, like your team or whatever. Get mad at the Packers, but the Wisconsin band, really? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's move on then. Uh, you guys just want to go to picks, or do you have any more games you want to go over? I think we're going to have to push top ten quarterbacks yeah. to next week. Yeah, I didn't even bring it up because I, I had you I just had a, ready to go. So do I, but. Got my list right here. Yep. Yeah, I'm not ready. Go Doug figure. Williams. <laughs> Doug Williams. Randall current, Cunningham. Current. Michael Vick. Current. Uh, Cam Newton. Um, Cam Newton. Joe Webb. Top 10 oh, black quarterbacks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing. Wow. Got time for yeah. that. 
Let's go to picks. Come yeah. on. God damn it. You All forgot right. Warren Moon, by the way. <laughs> I didn't get to one. Duh. I was at right. five. Joe Webb. Calm down. <laughs> All right. Let's work our way into the picks here. Uh, let's start off with the Thursday night game. Giants at Bears. I'm totally not ready. I have to load the page. All right, Danny. I need to, to write down my picks, Ian, because I don't have my iPad in front of me. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, I'm picking the Bears. There's <sighs> a moment Bears. in the show. Um, I picked the Giants five straight weeks. <laughs> Just uh, give up on them, man. Come on. No longer will I pick the Giants this week. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking the Bears. Brace yourself, fans. I know. I know. All right. So that means the Giants are going to win because Daniel's been reverse voodooing them this whole time. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I am also going to take the Bears in this one. Unfortunately. Uh, next up. You're insane if you don't pick the Bears in this game. Yeah, You're fucking, you, oh my god. It's like this from the guy who picks the Bills every single week. I've okay, only no, been wait, wrong wait. three times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's move on to that game. Bengals at Bills. Bills, god damn it. <laughs> Where is this game being played? Bengals oh. at Bills. Bengals, oof. I always read them in that order. Oh man. The Bills gonna have oh, wait, no, Bills this st- one? wait, the Bills are starting like some third stringer from Harvard. The Bengals, Bengals won this game. No, Bills aren't winning this game. What the hell am I thinking? I just like yeah, pondered but this. Jarius Bird's supposed to play. Maybe they can start him at quarterback. I was about to say, is he playing quarterback? <laughs> uh yeah, I'm 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 taking the Bengals in this one. If the Bengals lose this game, I do not want to hear anything about the Bengals for the rest of the season. Wow, That's, I'm done. I'm I'm done with them. You, you, I think you I texted you all this. I think I texted you while that the Patriots game was going on, and I said the Bengals are the most bipolar team in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, you did actually. Yeah, I think I said like yes or. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, Lions at Browns. Uh, Lions. Yeah, Lions. I if the Lions lose this game, it's SOL, same old Lions. And I've been harping that they're not the shitty franchise they've been for the last sixty years. So I'm 60? going Lions. Sixty. That sounds about right. Somewhere there, like eighty. Pretty close. Fifty years. About fifty years. Yeah, Barry Sanders. Yeah. That was NFL at 50. That's what you're thinking, the 50 on the jersey. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm taking the lines in this one, too. Uh, aren't the Browns – isn't uh, Hoyer out for the season? Yeah, he got ACL, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, Whedon, I'm picking against the Browns every week again. Um, Packers at Ravens. I have the Green Bay Packers. Wow. That is – that makes my heart smile. Their defense, their defense. I mean, Joe Flacco threw five interceptions. Not last week, right? The week before. No, the week before. He did throw a bad pick six. Actually, he tipped into a Dolphins receiver hand last week, but he still did it though. To a receiver. Oh, a defender. He did. T-shirt. Five interceptions is retarded. (laughs) That shit. Green Bay Packers are going to win this game. It's going to be like thirteen to ten. Uh, I like the Ravens at home. Their defense shows up. Packers, when they travel, aren't the same team. They haven't really been the same team this season if you watch them. 
It's not the whole team. It's Aaron Rodgers, really. And the receivers well, like, are getting open. They're catching everything that actually makes it to them. But Rodgers has just been struggling. I hate to say it, but well, you know, maybe it's part Mike of... McCarthy's play calling. It, that that actually is a huge part of it. But it's still, it doesn't matter what the play call is. If you put the ball in Rodgers' hands, he's supposed to complete a pass, and he's not. All right, uh, I'm obviously picking the Packers in this one. Um, I don't like McCarthy. I like him. I just wish he would stop calling the plays. All he reminds anyway. me of a cop. Like, like, if he wasn't a head coach, he would be a cop. When it's when it's third down, I think he should just hand off, like just hand off the playbook to any player, just any player, and just let them like pick it out of a hat or something. Here, here you go, AJ Hawk. <laughs> Picking off this. Yeah, I'd I'd give you a math problem, but I would piss you off. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got the Raiders at the Chiefs. The undefeated five and zero, unstoppable Chiefs. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Chiefs. He's I easy. thought this was going to be your upset of the week. Uh, that's probably no. going next. Let's uh, yeah, it's it's coming up. There's a couple uh. of them coming up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was waiting to gloat. That picked the Raiders over the Chargers last week. Oh, God. I called that like right on the head. I said, "Oh man, Raiders got to win sometime in a division. Won't be against the Broncos. Won't be against the Chiefs. Got to be the Chargers at home." So with uh me tooting my own horn, going Chiefs this week. Good stuff. Uh, way, to, way to take a dive there. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Chiefs too. They're, that defense is scary, man. Uh, next up, we got Rams at Texans. Rams. Uh, Matt Schaub will never be the same. And the whole team will crumble around him. I, I, I just this game's in Houston, right? Yeah. The Rams are terrible. There there's no I don't care how bad Matt Schaub has been. They can win this game six three. So I'm going Texans. If, if the Texans lose this game, I don't want to hear about anything about the Texans for the rest of the season. I can't wait until Daniel gets all his picks wrong this week and he can't talk about any football team for the rest of the year. <laughs> no, I'm picking the Texans. I'm saying if they lose I, I'm done. I'm done with them and the Bengals. I do this. It's, it's going to oh, make this done. podcast much shorter when you stop talking about teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, if this game was in St. Louis, I would take the Rams as my upset special. But I agree with Daniel. Texans could win this game six to three if they had to. But I don't think they're. I think they'll put up more than six. So I'm taking the Texans in this one. Uh, next up, we got the Panthers at the Vikings. Uh. Panthers. Scam Newton. Is he done? Question mark. Answer is no. <laughs> uh, another callback to a pregame joke that the audience didn't hear. Um, I would like to say it's been nice knowing you, Ron Rivera. Uh, this is your last game you ever coach in the NFL because the Panthers are going to lose. And not only am I giving you the winner of this game, I'm predicting Ron Rivera will be fired at the end of it by Monday morning. The twofer. Take that to the bank, America. Uh, well, the Vikings are the favorite in this game, uh, but I'm taking the Panthers anyway because I'm pretty sure Matt Castle is starting for the Vikings, and uh, while I do think that's an upgrade over Christian Ponder, uh, I still think like like Cam Newton and the Panthers they're gonna they're gonna figure this out. Like, in spite of Ron Rivera, they're gonna figure this out, and I just I got too much belief in the talent of Cam Newton. Real quick before we go on. 
Ron Rivera is such a horrible coach. There were two instances last season and one this season where like they had like a fourth and one up like six, up five, and if they get it, the game's over pretty much. They punt the ball, their defense gives them a touchdown. So this last week he goes, Oh, I mean I screwed up those last two times. I'm gonna go for it on fourth and four. What? And like, it was like what the, what fourth the, and you, four is not fourth yeah. and one. But it was so crazy. It was like, you don't go for a fourth and one with a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. Game over. I'm a big proponent of like, all right, one play can end the game. You take it. You take one play to finish them off. And he's like, oh, fourth and goal from the four. And he decides to like, instead of kick the field goal, go up like eight, nine. He just like runs the ball with some shitty re-option. They get stuffed and they lose the game. I'm sorry. I just hate Ron Rivera. Goodbye. You are full of hate this week. All right. Uh, next up, it's we got been a while. we got Steelers at Jets. Oh boy! Does anybody think um, the Steelers are finally going to win a game here? No. Yeah, me either. It's another moment in the podcast. Uh, I pick the Steelers every week, except their bye week. Except their bye week. <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess you could have picked him in their bye week. Um, <laughs> I predict that they're going to have an awesome week off. <laughs> <laughs> Only maybe three be... or four girls will get raped. Uh, it'll be oh. great. <laughs> oh, too, too soon. Too soon. Dude, it's like, it's like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Anything of beating a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> that at some point Rapist Burger probably had sex with. Oh, wow. It's just... Jeez, oh. guys. <laughs> fucked a dead horse? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm now a fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who does that shit? <laughs> oh, Jets. Screw it. Jets. All right, you guys so stole that limelight. Sweep it. Oh. We are all taking the Jets. Uh, next up, we've got the Eagles at the Buccaneers. Eagles. I'm a little worried that Nick Foles is going to be starting, even though I kind of picked him up for my fantasy teams. Uh Man, if it was Vic, I'd definitely pick the Bucks. I mean the Eagles, but I'm Bucks have to win eventually, right? I'm going Bucks. They're going to yeah, beat Nick Foles. You, you've been home. trying that with the the Steelers and the Giants all year. How's that worked we out? Can't for have, us? We can't have four zero and sixteen teams, can we? That, it's not. <laughs> that, it's not possible. There's no fucking way. No. Um, We'd have to have like three sixteen and zero teams, and that shit ain't happening. <laughs> all right, so. I'm going to take the Eagles in this one, uh, but it's pretty close. But I just feel like even if uh, Nick Foles starts, the weapons of Deshaun Jackson and LaShawn McCoy are better than Tampa's weapons because Doug Martin is struggling this year. So sorry for everyone to pick them up fifth in the fantasy draft. Told you motherfuckers to leave them and see they still are alone. <laughs> Look at this stop. hatred. Look at this hatred. Stop! God damn it. Stop talking about fantasy. Holy fuck. I just sneak it in, Ian. It's fine. And people like it. Stop. Oh, it, that was not okay. Oh, would, like, you made a big deal out of it. No. You made a, you made a huge deal. <laughs> it would be fine if we didn't talk about it for 10 minutes every time he did it. <laughs> if you just sorry. not do it, then we wouldn't have to walk down this road. All right. Moving on. Again, I don't know how many times I have used that segue. Jaguars at Broncos. All right. So the oh, next yeah. one, uh, Titans at Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was already with my snarky comment, and Drew just stole the moment, and I respect that. Uh, what if Denver comes in this game taking the Jaguars too lightly? Titans at Seahawks. I mean, Go. Denver could come into this game and just tell oh Manning to take the day off, and the Broncos would still win. Do you think yeah. the Broncos are going to start their second string in this game? I don't know if they're going to start him, but if he's not in there by, like, halftime at the latest, I would be surprised. Like, they got to win this game. Like, like just like last week's uh, Broncos game, there might be 99 points scored in this game, but they're all going to be from the Broncos. Uh, what about what about Josh Scobie? No, you can't know. <laughs> all right. That's an awesome name. <laughs> so we're all Scobie. taking the Broncos here. So we're going to move on to the Titans at Seahawks. Scobie. Sorry, I have to say it again. Uh, I got, I got the Seahawks. Uh, ah, this game. I, oh. I like Fitzpatrick more than Daniel, uh, but the Seahawks are better at football. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, important because that's the game they're playing. Right. Podcast is all over the place right now. Um, I'm going. Hawks of C. There's, I mean, Titans won't score. They won't score at all. At all. Okay. Uh, just, you, oh. Do you want another Fitzpatrick bet, Daniel? Yeah, they, I'll list bet they don't score uh, an offensive touchdown. Uh, wow. Uh, okay, so on the over-under um, .5 touchdowns for Fitzpatrick, you're taking under? 1.5. No, I want 1.5. So you think he's going to throw one? No, I don't think he's going to throw any, but I just want the safe bet. Oh, I'm... no, that's not how it works. Uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like that sound. You... Ah, ah, nice. yeah. <laughs> um, let's go points. Seven and a half. You, you think... Okay, so total points over under for the Titans, seven and a half? Yeah. I'll take the over. I'll give you six and a half because I'm a good guy. Oh... You're so sweet. Such a sweetheart. I mean, I'll like, still take it, obviously. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the the repercussions of this bet? Uh, we have to call him Ryan Shitzpatrick every podcast. And if I win, we have to call him Ryan Shitzpatrick every podcast. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. Name your stipulation. Uh, hmm. Ian, you got any? You have to pick. You have to pick the Titans in every game this year. Yes. Oh. Yes. Who me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a horrible bet. That's like, oh yeah, I'll take, I'll take that one. I think it seems pretty even. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to make sure we bring up Ryan Shitzpatrick every week. No, no even when Jake Locker comes back. Nobody. If, wins no, 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 no. He's saying, he's saying, <laughs> if if Daniel wins and I have to call him Shitzpatrick, then even when Shitzpatrick isn't starting, I have to still bring him up just so I can say it at least once per podcast. Okay. And I will agree to that. Because otherwise, like, he gets nothing out of the bet if he wins, and then Fitzpatrick gets, like, replaced or Jake Locker comes back or something. Vince Young. I I, I yeah. I oh, I would love to see Vince Young back in Tennessee. Either way this goes, I win. Because yeah. Because <laughs> one of you is going to be doing something that you don't want to. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, Do we get all the picks for this one? Everybody's taking the Seahawks? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next up, Saints at Patriots. Patriots. Yeah, I like the Saints, but, man, going to Foxborough after a loss, Tom the Bomb pissed off. That Patriots defense, I don't like those Saints receivers. 
cold, where it's kind of cold, purely eastern coast. Uh, so I'm going patty cakes. Wow, that is the least manly nickname for a football team I've ever heard. Yeah, because the, I like anything Boston. I have to call them patty cakes. This is disrespectful. All right, uh, I'm going to take the Saints in this one. Um, you guys are both taking the Saints? No, he's taking the I took... <laughs> Do you even listen to this podcast as you're recording it, Daniel? I I almost, I almost threw my phone across the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Saints in this one. Um, I'm frankly with the talent they have. I'm surprised the Patriots are four and one. Uh, I don't think Gronkowski is playing again this week, and even if he does, I don't think it's going to completely turn the team around. So uh, I've been picking the Saints. They've been winning. I'm going to keep picking the Saints. Next mm. up, we got uh, Cardinals at 49ers. Uh, 49ers. Uh, I'm going upset. I'm going upset of the week right here. Cardinals beat ah. the Niners on the road. And I picked the Niners win the Super Bowl. So, it's a huge upset. Wow. Yeah. You're crazy. You're crazy uh, if you think that, if you think that Carson Palmer is going to beat the 49ers. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I forgot Carson Palmer was playing for it. Can I take that back? It's too late. <laughs> Why you totally, everybody... dude, I can scribble, I can scribble it out. Why does everybody, <laughs> Niners? You scribble it out, yeah, yeah, scribble it out, put Niners. I totally forgot the Carson Palmer factor, that's minus 10 on your offense every time. Wow, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just disagree on quarterbacks completely. You obviously have not watched Carson Palmer play football the last two seasons, especially this one. He is God. Awful. Oh my god, he's horrible. Alright, maybe I'm just shaded by uh fantasy where he gets a lot of junk time scoring, so not even this season. Have you seen no, like this season fish? he this season he hasn't, but he's been horrible. It's absolutely terrible. Oh, bring back John Skelton. Oh, don't ever. <laughs> I like I like John Skelton. Okay, so I'm gonna take the forty ers in this one. <laughs> The podcast would have went to a dark place if we start talking John Skelton. But, but I do think <laughs> it's going to be Gus, close. Bring back Gus Frott. Where is Gus Frott? <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, we got the Washington professional football team at the Dallas Cowboys. I got uh, I got the Cowboy. Can I, I don't I don't want to pick this game. Uh, <sighs> Cowboys at home after a bad loss. I'm going Cowboys. This is my upset of the week. I am taking the Washington professional football team. Oh. Oh, I feel like this is a direct shot at me. No. I feel feel no way. I feel I can take this no other way but personal. It is not personal. It has nothing to do with you, Daniel. Uh, It has everything to do with RG3. I I can respect that because that's my boy. All right. And the Monday night game, we've got the Colts at the Chargers. I got the Colts winning this 24-17. I just shit it all over the Colts earlier in this podcast. I'd look like a hypocrite picking them now, so I've backed myself into the Charger corner. Man, screw that. Charger going to beat them. They lost last week on the road. Colts aren't that good. Phillip Rivers is shitting on America. One state at a time. Let's go. <laughs> Why is Let's doing go that? that seems very unpatriotic. <laughs> wow. All right, I... I have the Colts in this one, and I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, I got 27-24 is my tiebreaker score. 
I have 31-13 Chargers as my tie record score. Ooh. Wow. Like the blowout. Yeah. I'm um, not a big Colts guy. But apparently right. you're a big Phillip Rivers guy. <clears throat> I mean, he's dropped like 400 a game so far this season. I mean, yeah, yeah. Those stats. Can't know those stats. Well, those are the picks, bitches. Did we do plugs <laughs> before this started? We or we not, just nope. No, we did not do plugs, so if you want to do them now. Me? I don't have anything fucking ready. <laughs> hey, uh, everyone, I've got my Eastern Conference preview uh, for the NBA up right now. Western Conference coming soon, I promise. It's just uh, it's an undertaking. It's a lot of teams. And those but, are found at the sportsid.blogspot.com. Uh, click the NBA tab at the top, and it'll take you right to... Daniel's uh, gigantic mammoth articles that are of awesomeness. Yeah, they certainly novel. worth certainly worth reading. They are. Yeah, they're the, really good. He's like this gigantic. I'm like, oh, I don't know, it's long. It's kind of like a computer. Give him a little carrot. Just look at what he has to say about your team. That's all you got to do. Just exactly. Yeah. I honestly, that's all I did. I don't even have a team, but I just looked at what he said about the Bucks. Dear Bulls and Cavs fans, I'm sorry. Um, also, you can follow us on Twitter at the Sports Id. Um, we are also on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/TheSportsId. Uh, we will have we, our domain has been purchased, and it might actually be switched over um, by tomorrow. By the time this is posted, uh, but if yes. not, just keep trying the SportsId.blogspot.com uh, until I tell you not to. So <laughs> we will also also check out the CinemaID.net. Yeah, yeah. Our, our movie, our movie blog. We've yet to start a podcast that might happen in the near or distant future. Uh, but yeah, check that out. A lot of good reviews. A lot, a lot of content going up on that one. Excellent. Uh, all right. So this has been our week six preview for the sports id. I'm Drew. Ian. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening.